come on a journey with a cinephile. Wake up, sucker. We're thieves and we're bad guys. That's exactly what we are. to bonus episode number two of Journey with a Cinephile, a horror movie podcast. Now, for this one, I have something special here is that Alicia or Alicia Diaz, not really sure how to pronounce your name, and I do apologize, had reached out to me via Twitter, having seen that I had reviewed the movie of Sweet Taste of Souls, asking if I would like to interview the star of that, of Honey Lauren. And I had never really done that type of thing, but I decided, you know, to branch out a little bit here to kind of you know, step out of my comfort zone and, you know, do something a little bit different here and just get to, you know, chat about this movie and her performance and everything like that during the movie. So that is what I have for you in store here. What I'm going to do, though, is get you over to the trailer for that movie before I get into the interview. And then to close out, I will put up how you can, you know, see that movie. So let me get you over to that trailer and I hope you enjoy coming on this different little journey with me here on bonus episode number two. Wendy, I thought you were navigating. You gotta turn off. Uh, you know, you should really make your move on her unless you want me to warm it up for you. <laughs> I'm not Patrick! I'm not Patrick! surfing competition wearing street clothes? Yeah, they don't really look happy about winning either. Kitchen's clothes. We should just leave. But how about a peace of mind? You want to chill? Hey! Sorry. Leave that alone. abandoned vehicle four kids disappeared right out of the middle of this home same as before 
There's something mighty sinful in that woman's cherry pie. They don't even like you. You're gonna get out somehow, I promise. I got something special planned for you. You're a part of the collection. We're not staying here for 20 years. The order punishment is transformation. My luck is changing. Should be telling people where you're going. World's full of crazies. So I guess my first question would kind of be, did you always know that you wanted to be an actress or when did that kind of start for you? Well, you know, I, I did grow up out here in Los Angeles. So okay. I was a kid. And so I, I think I, I always knew I wanted to do that. But yeah. um, my parents, they were very supportive on, in general, but yeah. they're not really supportive of that in that they didn't, like I could take classes and um, do art classes and dance classes, things like that, but they yeah. they wouldn't take, let me get an agent and pursue it properly until okay. later. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not as a kid. Right. <laughs> I always wanted to do, but I had a, it, I wasn't like a kid performer. Or okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then um, when did you end up breaking into um, acting? Yeah, so I left home at like 16. Mm -hmm. and, uh, which is young and I went to a academy in San Francisco called American Conservatory Theater okay so that was uh, like a full-time conservatory and then uh, I did a lot of work in San Francisco and I came back in my 20s and started pursuing it then okay but not like mid-20s you know yeah so um, yeah but it was it was definitely um, a path from San Francisco to come back to LA yeah that was okay. like what I had to do okay now, I guess my next question would be, um, are you a horror fan or was that something that's kind of happened, you know, a little bit later here? Well, um, you know, I was kind of old school horror, you know, yeah. my dad was a film editor and he used to be oh. able to these incredible like films and that were in art house theaters and, and project them on the wall. You know, yeah. Are you familiar with the old uh, uh, movie called Martin? Yes, I am. Yep. So that kind of, I love that kind of horror. And uh, I, I'm definitely like the old, old school stuff. And okay. uh, that, that's always, especially, I must say, The Exorcist, mostly the soundtrack. But I was too young when that came out, but I saw it at a pretty young age. And I remember thinking to myself, this is, this is true horror. So, okay. It's kind of that. funny you say that because the shirt that I'm wearing is actually from oh, The yeah. Exorcist. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're a big horror fan, obviously. <laughs> yes. Um, it's actually kind of funny you say that because, like, for me, uh, my mother would show me a lot of, like, the classic ones when I was a kid. But my dad is a big um, Romero fan. So, like, I never get to – like, we didn't have Martin growing up just because they didn't have, like, a proper release back then. But I loved his um, trilogy, like, the Of the Dead trilogy and everything. So yeah. – but I'm right there with you. It was actually – on my podcast lately a lot, I've been watching – a lot of older films on it, just because I don't feel like those get covered as much. So that's kind of, so I'm right there with you with some of the older kind of movies for myself as well. Yeah, I mean, I think they don't get covered as much and I, I love them. I feel like that they're the root of like where everything came out of. Right. And, uh, I still, almost like there's a, was a, a kind of quiet exploitation quality about these films. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, the big studios would take these ideas and turn them into big films. You know? Exactly. <laughs> I 
I guess I would also ask them, so um, what is your uh, favorite movie? It doesn't necessarily have to be horror, but like what were some of your favorite movies then? Oh, sure. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I'm a big Abel Ferrara fan. And okay. Of course, you know, we love Driller Killer. Yeah. <laughs> Starting it, as you know. It's yeah. So but I would have to say, I think the film, my favorite film, film is Bad Lieutenant, another Abel Ferrara film. Okay. Right. Have you seen it? I haven't, but I have heard of it. It's something we're seeing. It was written by a woman, which is like really surprising. The violence and the, the there's a lot of, I mean, the violence is, is, is it's unbelievable. It's so painful mm -hmm. to watch it. It's like one of these movies you really respect, even if you yeah. don't watch it. But that's by far my favorite film. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that one out. Like I said, I have heard of it. It's just, um, I think, I might be wrong on this, but I think, did he do The Addiction? I think that came out in the 90s. Yeah, so I have was, seen that movie. Yeah, it was wonderful. Such yeah. A great Christopher Walken. And, yep. Yeah, and Lily Taylor. Yep. Loved that movie. Uh, so understated. That's yeah. Because yeah. that's actually one that, like, a younger me probably wouldn't have liked it just because of all the art house elements to it. But I ended up seeing that one like right after college and was like, wow, this is kind of uh, crazy how you can do kind of visual storytelling like they do in that type of movie where it's not all just necessarily the violence, but more of kind of like the allegories they're doing underneath it. So I do respect Ferrara because of him being able to kind of do stuff like that. Absolutely. I think it's more painful to watch. I and mean, he's like, he's bleeding it. You know, slowly. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, this is happening. It's so good. Such a cleverly well done piece. And yeah. the performances are so good in that. Oh oh, for God. sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then what I wanted to go to next would be, um, how did you get involved in being in uh, Sweet Taste of Souls then? Yeah, so, you know, I just auditioned uh, through the normal channels. Okay. I and like the agent sent me out for the audition. Yeah. And this is pre-pandemic, so, but they still had us audition through tape. Okay. Uh, which is sort of new, was happening before the pandemic. And then the callback, the first callback again was through video mm -hmm. and self-taping, which is like, oh my God, now I can like <laughs> make a whole movie. Right. <laughs> and I have to get someone to read with me or I have to record the, it's just very difficult to do, but we all figured out how to do it before the pandemic. And then I had an indoor, uh, in-person callback where I met everybody. Okay. Yeah, so it was kind of amazing. And it was sort of love at first sight for all of us. It was such an intense audition, too, because there were so many tears in this audition. And they were, um, they were so kind to me, because I know that I kind of, like, came from a crazy place, not meaning to. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. And, uh, and I was so glad that they were, you know, I was a little, I think... Yeah, something crazy happened with the, the poor camera guy. You know, I may have like snapped at him. Oops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like, whoops, she's crazy next. But they were really cool and kind, and I loved them right away. I thought, oh, I want to work with these people. <laughs> well, I think that ends up working though, because especially with how your character has to come off in the movie and everything like that. So I guess it kind of makes sense then how you ended up, you know, landing this role then. <laughs> yeah, they let me really, you know, it, it was actually written very nuanced, and I okay. thought, yeah, and I thought, let's go with that. I don't know how far they want to take it, you know, mm -hmm. but um, I just had a lot of uh, tears in that audition because I felt like this person is such a victim herself, really, and right. uh, 
pleasure almost. And so, um, so I went like way, way all the way thinking they could always tell me to bring it back. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they were really, I don't know, they were very, very encouraging. And I, I had a good feeling after I left there that I probably booked it. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, cool. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes you can audition and practice something but everything is moments, right? It's like in yep. this moment, it'll come out so different. It never came out the way it came out that audition. I don't think I ever did it that good, even in the movie. Some <laughs> <laughs> lucky moment in time, because <sighs> you know you can't control these things, even though you you have techniques to certain to a certain extent. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I definitely kind of got that when I was watching it, especially with when they're kind of doing more of the flashback scenes where they're kind of getting more of your backstory and everything like that in the actual movie because I usually end up liking the villain in a lot of movies just because I feel like that is something that's usually more interesting than you know more of the protagonist so like once we kind of get that backstory it's interesting because it does humanize your character and it kind of makes you think you know kind of I don't necessarily dislike this character because there are reasons that this is kind of going on here absolutely you know you, you have some kind of compassion for them even if they're doing terrible things right you know and uh so i was really when i saw that element that that was in there that mm -hmm. i could grab onto that i knew that there could be like a full rounded person there right and some things aren't explained but but we could see why she was so vulnerable to this this evil coming into her life exactly you know and at the same time she's kind of using the same stuff that she always did probably her whole life to get by yeah heightened element of <laughs> evil <laughs> yeah i was gonna say because especially another thing that i really liked was very early on which was the scene where she's destroying like the pies like right there in the beginning that was one of the things that i was like okay i can uh I, can, I like this character so far to kind of see, because it makes me want to know why she's acting that way. So that's something I had to give you credit for, you know, in that moment as well. Thank you. Yeah, I, you know, it's so funny. It's like crazy right out the box. And yeah. you know, <laughs> in the first 20 seconds, we go, holy crap, she's insane. Right. And then it has to unfold. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because that's a moment where, like you said, I'm like, okay, she's crazy, but then it's as you kind of go on and start learning the backstory that I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, I can't fully blame this character for wanting to be this way. Yeah, yeah, it's like, a, again, yeah, absolutely. So that's good. That's that's a good writing element, you know, because yeah. it really is, yeah. And um, I, I like, I appreciate that about the story and, and Felicity Mudgett, the writer, that, that she was had that consciousness when she wrote it right for sure now did you have a uh, favorite moment or a favorite scene that you enjoyed doing while like on this pr project yeah the, you know um we had this big frying pan mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> where i hit the sign the head with a frying pan and that was by far my favorite moment and it was sort of funny because i just got off a of film really recent to that where yeah just months before that where not mm. me personally but the person i was with in the movie killed somebody with a frying pan <laughs> <laughs> oh wow this is really happening and uh yeah so i like that moment um when we filmed it it was quite the moment and when i saw it on the monitor it was pretty chilling so i was like oh this is the best moment <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's perfect 
funny too. You have to find humor in killing someone with a frying pan. You know? I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's if you can. I mean, it's what are you gonna do? So <laughs> that's like high comedy, you know. <laughs> And I mean, it's also in line with your character, so I mean, there's also that. That's true. She she is a she likes her kitchen, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Now, I guess on the other side, um, was there any sort of like ones that you were like your least favorite that you had to do, or were there any kind of grueling ones that kind of you know kind of took some of their toll? Yes, you know, there's um, yeah, yeah, there are quite a few of those actually. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is so painful. That whole fight scene with the guy who played my husband in the mm -hmm. flashback, that was so painful to do it. I mean, just, it's like, ugh, I think that there are people out there who live like this. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was horrible, you know, and it really struck a chord with me. And, I mean, it was just, uh, just to have to go through this thing where he beats me up, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is gruesome. Right. And, uh, yeah, that's that's awful. And the guy who played my husband, um, he was he was good. I mean, he did a really good. He was so convincing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it was just like one of those moments. It was where I just like got really chilled. Yeah, I can definitely say that too. It's a tough thing to kind of see. And I mean, yeah. I'm always not the biggest fan when that's necessarily in the movies, but I understand why it can be because it is something that is very realistic and very, I mean, traumatizing for a lot of people. So I can definitely see that one kind of. You know being more difficult to kind of have to go through oh yeah yeah and it's like yeah very much so it was it actually made me kind of like sick to my stomach <laughs> yeah, i can yeah well you know this um his name is scott allen and and we both it's like we went to like we went so far in that scene mm -hmm. so far <laughs> like oh but especially when we were filming it i mean as it's edited it's it seems it doesn't seem, um, I mean, it's there, but going through all the motions with this, it just seems like a lot. Also, right. we had to do it a couple times, you know. Oh, so, yeah, so that. This is so big. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> but, and he was, he was really good. He was really good. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, it at least sounds like you guys had some, like, chemistry there, so it makes it a little bit, I guess, easier to kind of handle if you can kind of, you know, work well with each other. Oh, yeah, we definitely did. I mean, I was a little alarmed how young he was. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this was a flashback from when I'm like 20 years ago or, or more. So I'm like, so you had to pick the youngest looking guy in Hollywood? <laughs> I mean, so he's such a baby, you know, but he, he really was good. That's so, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He was amazing. Okay, perfect. Now, um... Did you have any any upcoming projects that you have like in the works or anything like that? Yeah, actually, um, I'm in a film. It's called Lila, and it's by a gentleman named Gordon Cowie, who's he's, he's known. Well, he does a lot of music videos, but okay. the beautiful director. His stuff is so pretty. It's like one of those movies you just look at. It's so gorgeous. Yeah, it's a thriller. And uh, so that's coming. And also I work with Paul McCarthy. Do you know who that is? The name sounds familiar. He's a famous artist. And we did a film right before, uh, we did a couple months before. No, no, it was in 2019, pardon me. And um, so we did this film called Night Debater, which is sort of a deconstructed version of Night Porter, which is a World War II movie. Okay. Brutal. That's coming out as well. 
Okay. Some other writing stuff too that I'm doing. I, I'm actually finishing a book right now. It'll be done in like three months. So. Uh, okay. And, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Definitely sounds like you're staying busy during this whole pandemic that we're kind of all working through here. So. Yeah, it's really amazing how we zig and zag in our lives. Like back in March, if you told me this was, I'd be like, slit my wrist, you know? <laughs> all right. I didn't even conceive of living this way. But um, yeah, we, we all know how to adapt. And so that's, sure. yeah. And um, it's, so it's been super busy actually for me. I'm also writing a script called Rifle Doll that it's a Western I'll be directing. Oh, okay in kansas city next year and it's with a gentleman named john nickham who's a producer writer and wonderful director as um writer as well and he has done many films so okay perfect collaborate like that all right yeah you'll have to uh well stay in touch then and let me know when these are coming out so i can definitely you know check them out myself as well as you know get the word out as well there for you Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I definitely will. Yeah, we'll be in touch and I'll let you know when they when they show up. Paul McCarthy stuff traditionally gets banned in America. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe not this time. We'll see. <laughs> Very good to know. That might be why I don't, I'm not as familiar with him then. So. <laughs> if you look him up, you'll be like horrified that he's so good. He's so, so talented. My goodness. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was there any sort of um, social media or anything that you wanted to plug as well that we can kind of get out there for you? Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm on um, Instagram. It's at Honey Lauren. Okay. And Facebook, Honey Lauren. I have a website, HoneyLauren.net, which brings you to all my other social okay. media. And I'm on Twitter as um, Honey Gay, H-O-N-E-Y-G-A-Y. And uh, that's my middle name. And, uh, yeah, so I can be found that way. And, um, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. That's wonderful. I, I agree. I really appreciate it too, especially like I said, with the holiday coming up and everything like that, I'm glad that we could, you know, set a time aside for everything. And what I'll also do is put in the show notes, all of the links to your, um, social media and everything like that as well, just so that way to make it kind of easier on anybody listening. So. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And. Um, we should also connect on social media. For sure. Yep. <laughs> I definitely agree. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you as well. And uh, hopefully we'll talk soon and I'll be in touch too. Perfect. Sounds great to me. So just to close this out here, I first want to thank Honey Lauren for coming on here and talking to me as well as Ms. Diaz for getting in touch with me and giving me the opportunity to actually chat with her as well. If you'd like to watch Sweet Taste of Souls, it does look to be able to be rented on Vudu as well as Amazon Prime. And it does look like you can also buy on Prime as well to check this movie out. As Honey was saying, all of her social medias, I will have all of that in the show notes for you as well. I'm not going to go through mine on here since I do that spiel on my normal episodes and everything like that, but I will include mine as well in the show notes. So just to close this out, whatever you do today, I hope you're safe in doing it. Have a great time. As always, this is your tour guide, David Garrett Jr., signing off. It had been a wonderful evening, and what I needed now to give it the perfect ending. <laughs>